Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome this evening's guest moderator, editor-in-chief of IndieWire, Dana Harris, and tonight's guests, Morgan Spurlock, Will Arnett, and Ben Silverman. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. So we have the Mansom crew here, and we actually have the virtual uh, Jason Bateman, supposedly. Yeah, there may be the ghost of Jason Bateman somewhere in here. Hold on. Yeah, is there an app for that? <laughs> I'm trying to think, where was I supposed to connect on this? Click on this? There we go, FaceTime. Here we go. Where did Mansom come oh, from? Oh, look at that handsome oh man. Oh my God! There he is. Look at that Mansom man right there. <laughs> Only guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh. We have the technology. Oh. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There she is. Oh, yeah. There she is. She well, looks pretty. Glad you dressed up. She looks so pretty. <laughs> oh. oh. Hi, everybody. Hello, Jason. <laughs> you can hear me? We can hear you oh, yeah. just fine. If I said Ill, like if I said Will was an idiot, you'd hear that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Again, uh, we can hear you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Hi, I want to know what came first. Was it the the movie or the title? Because that's obviously you know that's a great word that you guys have invented. No, the the movie came first. The idea for the film came first, and then the title actually came from my uh, my brilliant writing and producing partner Jeremy Chilnick, who's somewhere here. Like he was the uh, he was the one who coined the word mansum. And so my goal now is to make sure that everyone in the world embraces that because. Just being handsome isn't enough. It's being manly and handsome. It's mansome. Yeah. Yeah, that's worth some applause. Well done, Jeremy Chilnick. Okay, so where did the mansome concept come from? I mean, who, you know, who's to blame? Well, uh, Morgan and I had done a TV show called 30 Days years ago out of Super Size Me. Thank you. Thank you, 30 Days fans. And had um, talked about doing other things, and he got me uh, to be a subject in uh, Greatest Movie Ever Sold. And we started to talk all about uh, this world, and we'd been working with uh, Jason Bateman and uh, Will on, a, on a multiple projects and having a good time doing stuff. And we said, you know, let's examine the world of male grooming. You know, and, and what's going on with metrosexuality and... And I've been shaving and, around this mustache for like eight goatee. years, so I was, I was very qualified. And I'm prematurely know, balding, and you know, Will's handsome. I mean, it was an incredible team. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Jason seemed like the perfect guy, too. I mean, look at that face. He's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> look at him. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh, oh yes. Oh. <laughs> You didn't. You didn't want to. You didn't want to shave the whole bod for this, or you got to save something hey, for the sequel. Uh, is there is there any way to get the camera turned around so I can see those beautiful boys up on stage? I mean, the front row is gorgeous. Mistake, <laughs> but can we can we flip around? Um, that's a really good question. I guess so. Yeah. Can you see? Well. Yeah. There, there we, we go. go. There you go. Big boy. <laughs> that's for you. This is a Hi. microphone. So, wh <laughs> what's that? I can't hear. It you just jumped out. It just, it just broke up. I'm losing you. I'm going over the canyon. <laughs> so where did you? So where did you start in the process of this? What you know beyond beyond your own you know. No, once we, <laughs> no, yeah, but once we uh, 
you know, once we kind of came up with the concept that we we're going to like dive into this issue and then kind of look at different people, we wanted to like find people who were notorious manscapers, like notorious metrosexuals, guys who like would wax their whole bodies, guys who would go in for bro or boyzillions, um, <laughs> which do exist, and there's nothing wrong with that. That's debatable. I, I do not have one. Uh, let, me, let, me, one. let me show you what a Brazilian is. Hang on one second. Yeah, ah! Here we go. Oh, oh, no. Here's a gentleman. Go ahead, Bateman, show him. <laughs> no. <laughs> but it's, so we wanted to find people who were kind of like the, kind of the, the tips of the icebergs of all these things that could open up a bigger conversation. So, yeah, th so where did you find those guys? The, like, there was one of the... Craigslist. <laughs> did you really? Uh, a lot of them, yes. <laughs> God bless America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was your pitch? What was your pitch in terms of trying to... Show me your balls on film. <laughs> <laughs> and that works. And we got 4,000 submissions. <laughs> Before and afters. In the first 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there, uh, one of your characters, uh, the guy with the enormous beard. Jack Passion. Jack Passion, Jack yes. Passion, who is the world beard champion... And so Jack is who is he with. He takes it very. It's a seriously. very serious. He is. He is. Uh, you know. He is the one of the captains of Team Team Beard USA. As you know, represent, he represents America. People, come on. This is important. He's a real this patriot. Is, he's a patriot. This is yeah. like this is like the Olympics of beard building, yeah. as he calls it, beard building. So uh, so he travels around the world and competes, representing you fine Americans. In, uh, in the world of in beer fact, competitions. Isn't he in a competition somewhere overseas right He's now? He's in a competition right now somewhere in Europe, yeah, as we speak. He, he wanted to be here, but he is like, he's beer building. Yeah, and it's like, and it's, it's, it takes it very, very seriously in terms of like, there's the vitamins, there's the sleep, there's the meditation. It's healthy man, healthy beard, as Jack Passion would yeah. say. But, you know, that, that's sort of like an overriding theme throughout the film, that Morgan found these people who, no matter what they did, whether it was the beard or it was their own personal grooming just for you know, trying to pick up ladies or whatever, that all these people took it very, very seriously. The more, the more that he got into questions with them, the more it was revealed how, how important their appearance was for various reasons, but how important it really was. And that was what was so funny to us and so interesting uh, that, that every single person, that, that was kind of the, the, common, the common thread. Well, that was a, actually one of the things that surprised me too, is that, I mean, on, you know, obviously, you know, women have kind of, you know, we have, we have our own issues in terms of grooming. And so, it's like, so I, I mean, I'm not surprised to see someone take it seriously, but when you're just looking at this, you're going, really? Well, you, know, is, are, you, know, you guys are that obsessed about the length of your beard, the thickness, you know, the appearance, and the fact the that- he, The girth, as yes, you would oh, say. Yes, no, and as he said, he, he, he's, a, he's a pro. He's a beard pro. Yeah, and I think that, you know, also what I take away from this film is that men should be applauded for covering up how into their own appearance they are. Because they really do a good job of not letting on and pretending like they don't give a damn. You know? Yeah. yeah and that's obvious, though, that's not the I case. I don't give a damn, by the way. Yeah. Well, Clearly. Well, it's because you're so yeah. handsome. Yeah. 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 Morgan, let's talk, let's talk about your mustache for a second, because in terms of being taken seriously... Your son. This mustache ruins it. That's oh my God! Your son had a bloody meltdown. Yeah. 
Yeah, in the film, you know, we uh, we talk about mustaches, and I shave off my mustache as part of Movember. You know, it's like this is a it is a multi. You might want me to explain Movember. Yeah, so what Movember is? It's this incredible thing that was created a couple years ago by Adam Garone out in California. He's an Aussie who came to the states, and he created Movember. And Movember is a charity that raises money every year, where finally men all across the country can say, "I'm growing a mustache," but it's for charity, honey. It's okay. And so suddenly, women accept. They're like, "Oh, if it's only for a month, that's fine." And to date, they have raised more money to fight prostate cancer than any anyone else in the world. Like they've raised, I think it's like 350 million plus dollars for getting guys to grow mustaches every month. I mean, it, it's every November, it's awesome. And so, you know, so I said, what I will do is I will shave off my mustache for November. And, uh, and so I shaved it off and my little boy, when I came home, sans mustache, lost it. Yeah, it was like, I had like told it. And by the way, Santa Claus doesn't exist and the Easter Bunny's dead. And by the way, I don't have a it mustache. Was a pretty, it was a pretty yeah. heavy moment <laughs> for between you and your son. It was not good. Yeah. Worst father ever. Yeah. That's, yeah. So why? Why did he have, why, why did that just freak him out so? Because you, when you're a kid, like, I remember my dad used to have a beard. Like my dad had a beard throughout my childhood. And then one day, like he said, I'm gonna shave off my beard. And he shaved it off. I'm like, who's this weirdo sleeping with my mom now? Like, here's this, here's this freak in my house. And it was like so, and I was so, I was so weirded out by it. And um, and I think that it's just because that's what you know, that's what you love, that's that thing you're connected to. And yeah, I did not think my little boy was gonna have a meltdown quite like that, but he, but he did. Yeah, it was impressive. Yeah, look, I mean, anybody would freak out if, if like, if, like Ben, Ben, if you took off your wig right now, that audience would flip out. <laughs> It's real. Show it's him, real. show him, show him really quick. Me, come on. <laughs> Glue. Yeah. Ben's, a, Ben's a big swimmer. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jason, Jason, what's your relationship to the, the mansomeness of all this? I mean, it's like, what, you know, is this, is this something you, like, you deeply per, you know, identify with, or it was just a... Look at that man. Yes, he is. I, uh, well, I, I have been in the works for about 45 minutes getting ready for my FaceTime. Um, and then they told me I had to wear these headsets. It's doing nothing for my piece. Um, but I, I, have, uh, I have always tried to take care um, because uh, I, I have a responsibility to the people that, uh, that, that look at me on the street just like anybody else looks at anybody else on the street. Nobody wants to see a lot of ugliness, so it is a favor I do to my fellow man to try to keep uh, eye-friendly, as Will likes to say. Um, and, uh, you know, I'm on the mouse wheel every day. I mean, I run like a Kenyan to try to stay uh, somewhat appealing. Um, the, uh, the wigs do get expensive, uh, Ben can attest, but uh, it's all worth it, I guess. I'm, I'm glad that finally someone's doing a documentary to, uh, to expose all this. Jay, I, I will say that Jason's being very modest. First of all, Jason has one of the greatest heads of hair that, uh, that is known to mankind. And, and he also coined the term, um, how's my salad? Which is... <laughs> I'm sorry? <laughs> Which, <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll fuck with his hair and then he'll say, how's my salad? <laughs> <laughs> That's a real Sometimes laugh. it needs a little tossing. It's a little flat, right? Just toss it. So, so for us, if, if for me to toss a salad just means to fix his hair. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I appreciate the Why? clarification. Why? Oh, I see. Oh, I'm the jerk. <laughs> so, how how long have you guys how long have you guys known each other? I mean, it's like it's like are you are you like long term partners in crime, or is it like grooming products that brought you together? I, I've known Ben for about eight years, nine years, coming up on ten now with yeah. uh, with. Uh, 
30 days at Post Supersize Me. And I employed Will's wife. That's right. A while ago. Yeah, and, that's right. <laughs> Listen, a lot of guys employ Will's wife. <laughs> <laughs> guys, I can hit that softball oh, wow. all the way from it's, it's early. And, it is. That's it's even earlier there. Wait, 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 wait. And it's easy to do from California. Yeah, that's easy to do sure. from California. We're spending all night nursing him now, yeah. so thanks for that. Normally that would be said over his shoulder as he ran away. <laughs> um, putting on his helmet. Uh, I actually, no, we've, we've known each other for a long time. Jason and, and, and Ben have known each other a long time. They go, go way back to the, to the quiet years. Um, <laughs> or the, the men's room stall years. Um, <laughs> two, what does two tabs mean again? Um, What's that? But, uh, we, we, we used to wipe each other. And then we got then to we know Morgan. Then we met Morgan. about two years ago. Yeah, yeah, two years ago, yeah. Through the film. So uh, who taught you guys to shave? Who is the, you know, you know is, is this like a rite of passage with your dad? Is this something that you just kind of stumble through? Uh, the guy used to show up when my dad went away on business trips. Um, <laughs> taught me. I forget his name. Ray. I called him Big he, Ray. He, he worked for UPS, right? <laughs> yeah. The Brown, yeah. Yes. Um, no, uh, no, Nobody. Nobody. I remember my dad bought me like one of those Norelco, like the three electric razors. Weird, those little three head things. One of those odd three razors. Like it was like that's what I got for Christmas. I was like, think you could use this, son. Merry Christmas. And that was that was like it. (laughs) Happy lesson. You know, there was like (laughs) nobody was in there like showing me how to do anything. That's what I was given, and that was kind of it. Well, that's I mean that's what's what's kind of curious about this is like how in the world do you stumble into doing this anyway? It's like you know it's like it's just a question of like one day you walk by the Kiehl's counter and all of a sudden you discover wow there's grooming products for me too. Kind of like, I guess, like one day a girl goes, wow, maybe I should get a bra. I think it's kind of the same thing, like when you have weird hairs in your face, like maybe Actually, I should we, cut we those do off. That. No, you don't? They just kind of. It's not, it's, not, it's not like a, you know, it's not. They no. just grow and just like start falling and drooping on their own. And you're like, I should do something with this. This pendulous <laughs> thing. <laughs> yeah. This is for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. That's it. This I want in on. <laughs> I want real hands on. Wow. Well, my, my voice just broke. <laughs> it's emotional. So when, you're, so when you guys were shooting this, how long did it take to shoot? How, how, how long was this production? We shot, we shot all in for probably about 13 months, you know, just as we were chasing different people. Uh, the post process was, we, were ed- we, we shoot and edit simultaneously now. Like once we're, in, once we're about you know, six to eight weeks into shooting, we start editing, just so we can start putting story together. And, uh, and then we finished kind of the cut that, that is premiering tonight. Um, you know, just before Christmas, we continue to do some final, or I mean, just before, uh, just before it's April, just before South by, um, right around that time. So right in March, mid-March, we finished that cut and we're fin- racing towards the finish line. And uh, so where, where all did you shoot? It's like, it seems like you guys were all over the place or is it just, it's just a clever editor? No, I mean, we, we were all over. We were, in, we were in Europe with Jack, we were in California, uh, we were here in New York, so no, we traveled all over Las Vegas. There's a fantastic product in Las Vegas that you will see in the film um, called Fresh Balls, <laughs> which it is what it is. The name says it all. Yeah. Some of you may need it. You Some know who you are. You, you know don't who need you to are. put your hand up. Keep, we your don't hand, <laughs> keep your hand down, freshballs.com. Yeah. Don't, don't jot it down, but remember. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to write that down in front of anyone. No. no. 
was that another was that another Craigslist find? That was a find. I'm trying to remember who told us about it. Like we were just trying to find what crazy products were out there. Like there are there are like mantihose, you know, they guess which we also talk about in the film. There's uh you know, there's guy, there's guy liner and mantihose, and then suddenly somebody said, "Look what I found!" And I was like, it was it was like somebody came out with, a, "Look, it's the Hope Diamond!" And it's like, you know, it's just like suddenly someone brought out fresh balls, and it was like, Aww. yeah, it was the greatest find ever. Yeah, that's that that that's an that's an amazing one. So uh, when you guys when you guys were shooting this, what is what was the biggest challenge in the process, or is it just a, you know was it kind of taking care of itself? <laughs> I think uh, I think the, the hardest part of the process is like just deciding. Oh, you know. oh man! Now you behave yourself, Will. You got to wrap her soon, right? What's her? Uh, what was her call time this morning? <laughs> Look at that. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. Say hi. Hi, Franny. This is what happens. This has happened when, when when little boys let their hair grow too long. So this is why we have to make documentaries. <laughs> <laughs> now run along. That's what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking on the phone. Give me five minutes. <laughs> Parent of the year, right there, Jason yeah. Bateman, ladies and gentlemen. This year for Jason Bateman. <laughs> So no, the, I think the uh, the process with us is as you start getting stories, you go, I said shut up. Yeah. <laughs> it's when uh, when we started getting stories in, it's like picking stories is always hard. It's like finding who you're going to follow, who are the people you're going to focus on. And I think we were really, uh, we were fortunate with the people we got because they were great characters. They had great stories. And uh, and that's that's always hard. Um, what? Uh... No. <laughs> Hi, Franny. <laughs> you gotta get out of here. <laughs> you you gotta get you gotta assert control right now, or you're gonna have a lot of problems just trying to help you out. It's like a. <laughs> <laughs> this is all so real. Ah! <laughs> it's like that movie, The Ring. <laughs> there she is. <laughs> All right, I'm very sorry. This is totally unprofessional. Let's do this. <laughs> Got to get a better dressing room. Okay, so what uh, what was the most extreme thing that you saw in terms of the in terms of the grooming? I mean, what was the what was the what was the worst case scenario? I mean, there there are guys who go regularly for a back sack and crack, which is a uh, <laughs> and it is everything that you imagine it to be. Um, that's a special bit of grooming that goes on there. Yeah, which I did not take part in. No, that's that's pretty extreme. What and uh, one of the comments from the uh, women you interviewed is that handlebars uh, handlebar mustaches make you look like a douchebag. Agree or disagree? Look at this face. This is the face of a douchebag. <laughs> That's not a handlebar. Yeah. I mean, I think a handlebar is like the kind with like the, you know. Like the, like the little, like a bicycle. Like yeah, a, like, exactly. Ping, 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 yeah. Ping, like I'm yeah. riding around on a, like a big wheel in the front, little wheel in the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah could be. <laughs> or it could be this. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so, Will, I was hearing you t uh, talk upstairs. You actually don't even have to shave that often, right? 
Not as not as often. No, I have pretty uh, pretty light. When I when I try to grow a mustache or a beard, I was saying that the guy that I looked like I should work at a at a gas station, like in the backwoods somewhere, and that my name should be Skeeter. <laughs> like it just looks so scraggly. I, I, a couple of times I've gone to work on stuff, and they're like, "Hey, you should have some facial hair." And I start to grow, and they're like, "You know what? We're just gonna give you a mustache, man." <laughs> That's fine. Uh, um, so it's just less maintenance for me. Like, look at Ben. A lot of work. You shaved at four o'clock. It's early. What about you, Jason? I shave uh, twice a week. I think I think the same Asian man made love to my mother that made love to Will's. (laughs) (laughs) I think the term is Chinaman, Jason. If he was gonna, you know. And there in the background. Jason, she's gonna kill you. She's about to kill you. Hello, Daddy. You know. Just give her a hundred dollar bill. It's a good call. Um. I'm so sorry that we're hijacking your interview, but this is so entertaining. This is a show. Would you watch this show? I I would. (laughs) Guys, I can make her dance for just a couple of dollars. (laughs) Oh! Here we go. Coming down the stretch. You didn't even have to leave your house. No. All control is lost. So uh, I was surprised, given what your uh, last film, um, the greatest movie ever sold, you must have, weren't you tempted to try to get some sponsorships for this one? I mean, it's like, it seems like the opportunities would have been huge. Yeah, I think that, you know, there, there will be the opportunity for us to still get, you know, sponsors on board with this. You know, uh, you know Ben's got a lot of great relationships, so there's still a possibility that that could happen. Um, the film comes out May 18th, so great, like, got a great you know, old Amy Paul, four weeks away. Just back up and tape. Bateman, be quiet. <laughs> what, what happened? You were saying something, Jason? Go ahead. No, it wasn't any good. Okay. So, you know, so the film comes out May 18th, so that, that, that will still happen. Yeah, we're super psyched that we're going to be releasing it in multiple cities really soon after Tribeca and getting, uh, getting off the heat of Tribeca and going to, you know, reach the rest of America. So we can't wait for May 18th. So I want to open uh, the floor to questions. Hi. My question is about your spouses. Do they have any thoughts on the topic of the, the piece, or do they have any specific influence on how you manscape? What is? I mean, ahead, that's what well, matters, right? Is, is, uh, about our spouses, is that what you're saying? What do what they? What is? Uh, what do they like about your grooming? What does Amy like about the grooming of Will Arnett? Uh, I think that for real, that that uh, uh, she would, if if I took longer than she did to get ready, it would be we'd be finished. So the fact that I take uh, substantially less time to get ready, uh, you know, if we're going out to some ev- event or whatever that I'm, I'm down of about 
not including shower. It's four minutes, however long it takes to put my, my pants on and put the jacket on and you know comb my hair or, or make it look like it was messy on purpose. However long that takes, that's good. And, and so she's happy with that. You know, um, That's her only... But we don't really talk about my grooming all that much. It's funny, it doesn't really come up. That's a good thing. Yeah. You know, my, my wife, you know, I, I mix up the looks. Uh, when my baby was born, I had the mustache, and the nurse tried to throw me out of the room. <laughs> she, it, she did not buy that I was there. You know, she thought I was there looking for babies. You know, right. and I was like, I'm like, no, 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 that's my baby. Like, no, it's not. Right. Mm -hmm. Do you have that little ID we gave you before you came? You look baby like a terrorist. You look like a terrorist with the mustache. Thank you, thank you. Priority seating. <laughs> wow. Next question. Hi. Um, did you guys do any interviewing of the people who were doing the extreme hair removal? And did you get to talk to them about what it was like to? Do all that? Well, there's a guy in the film, one of the characters in the movie is a guy named Sean Davari, who's a professional wrestler. And, like, he literally has to groom himself. He's of Iranian descent, so he basically has hair growing out all over his body. Like, he's, he's like a little gorilla. And so he's like, he's like, every time I get in the ring, like, I have to shave. I have to shave every day. And so you're seeing him get, you know, manscaped by his girlfriend, by his fellow wrestlers. Like, he's just, like, getting shaved. This woolly mammoth getting shaved down every day. And they, and they <laughs> shave each other. These wrestlers shave each other, which is not a bit. Totally true. Because that's, that's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And they have conversations. They're like, get that, bro. Yeah, get that piece, bro. Yeah. God bless. You know? Yeah, listen, it's, it's a job. It's... It is a, it's a job. Next question. Uh, hi, my name is Pragya, and I have one question. Well, uh, what makes the best um, documentary director? Any suggestions for newcomers in this business? Uh. <laughs> what, is, what is the best advice for like documentary newcomers? Was that, is, that, is that right? Was that the question? What makes the best um, documentary directors? I mean, any suggestions for the newcomers, like how to be the best documentary director? Like what the, what the, quality, what the best qualities of a documentary director? I mean, I think the, well, the one, I think you have to be tenacious. I think you have to be somebody that won't go away. I think you have to um, have very thick skin and somebody telling you no doesn't matter. I think that you have to keep coming back and coming back and coming back. Um, and, you, and you need to have a tremendous amount of passion for what you're doing. I mean, that's the biggest thing, is you've got to love the story you're telling on day 791 as much as you do on day one, because making these movies is never like a quick, you know, six-week run. You know, you're making these films usually for years, so for me, I think you, you've got to be passionate, you've got to be dedicated, and uh, you've got to have thick skin. You've got to, like, learn to hear no a lot, because you hear no all the time. And, we're, and I think we're living in a golden age of documentaries. I agree. Mor Morgan has been one of the pioneers of the, this recent, uh, you know, it's incredible. And I think the internet and the ability to watch documentaries now that would normally not have any distribution or touch points for the audience yeah. is more and more prevalent. And I think you're seeing more and more people discover documentaries and find stories yeah. that deserve to be through, told. Through places, through places like Netflix, through places like Hulu, like you, you really have a real opportunity now to reach audiences, even more audiences than you ever did as a filmmaker. And I think that there is a tremendous amount of opportunity yeah. now for doc storytellers, and I think that's great. And also, like Morgan did, 
you know, the ability to then go into what's dominating cable television now, these kind of docu-series storytelling, and take the Brandy. work that you're doing in uh, documentary filmmaking and applying it to television as well is a really amazing moment going on, too. But you're doing, and you're doing one with uh, Hulu now, right? We're doing a series with Hulu called A Day in the Life, which uh, the second season is airing right now, where we, you know, follow somebody from the minute they wake up to the minute they go to bed, showing kind of 24 hours in their life. And we're doing a series for Yahoo called Failure Club, where we follow seven New Yorkers over the course of a year as they kind of chase these dreams that they've always wanted to kind of achieve and have been too afraid to try. And what this little group does, it gives them kind of just the courage to, to do it. It's like a little, you know, dream support group. It's great. Great, great, great name for that dream support group. Yeah. Well, that's failure. Thing. You got to embrace failure. Gotta, that's, what, that's what I was telling her. You got to embrace failure. Don't, don't give away the ending. Don't give away the ending, Morgan. You can do it, club. <laughs> yeah, you're the best, club. Yeah. Like, no you. one's ever going to tell you that. No one ever tells you you're the best, except your mom. Okay. Learn Next that now. <laughs> yeah. Next question. Hey, Morgan. How you doing? How are you? Um, yeah. Actually, I came from DC just to meet you. Um, anyway, <clears throat> when do um, the, the the story really hit you? When do you know it's the right time, and when do you know this is the one you want to do? Uh, I mean, for me, it's like, uh, his question was, when do we know it's the right time, you know, this is the film we want to do. For me, it's the, the minute we hear an idea that we really like and respond to it, then we're like, that's, we should definitely tell that story. And when, uh, you know, when Ben called me and said he's working with Will and Jason, he goes, would you like to meet with them and talk to them about doing a film that looks at kind of, you know, manscaping and male grooming? And I, like, literally burst out laughing. I was like, this, this is great. I was like, yes, we have to, we have to meet with these guys. And once I sat down with Will and Jason, and it was Will and Jason, myself and Jeremy, and uh, we got to talk about what would this movie be, what would we show, who would we follow, what kind of characters would we look at? I was like, we have to make this movie. Another question? Uh, hi, yes, uh, my name is Mike. Uh, my question is, uh, do you have any particular preference or particular brand when it comes to when you're grooming? You know, any preference? <laughs> Any particular brand that you like to use? A shaving razor? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Gillette man, and I and I also love the the Mac series of Gillette, where I have now I, the battery powered. I don't know who's who's using that, but it's incredible. That's Thank great you. news, Ben. Thank you. Oh. Thank you, Will. <laughs> so, sorry, like... sorry, Will, Will. The wet rag doesn't quite work on me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would say... I can't I, just spit and scoop. Okay, oh, well... I, that's too oh, bad. That's disgusting. That's too bad. Toss my salad. Um, oh! Oh! Uh, I would say that I'm, I'm a Gillette... I'm also... Uh, I'm just... Uh, yeah, I'm a Gillette and a Gillette foamy, but old school. Old school, like the old, old, red, the old red can that's been around forever. I love that. I, I love Mr. They Mr. Used Bateman. To do a, uh, they used to... Uh, they used to make coconut uh, Gillette foamy uh, shaving cream in a, in a coconut flavor and then, in a brown can. Do you, do you miss it? For the, for the Caribbean. <laughs> for the Caribbean. Well, I, I, used, to, I used to live in... Uh, oh, I can't think of a funny island right now. <laughs> 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 Come back to me on that. I'll get it. <laughs> Yeah, and for those Funny of you, islands for yeah, for those of you who saw the greatest movie ever sold, I've still got two giant bottles of mane and tail in my uh, in my in my shower. That one day I will, you know, get to wash what little hair I have as many times as you would wash one horse. So those bottles, those bottles will be gone at some point. Yeah. Next question. Yes, hello. My name is Gary Watson, and I also too traveled some distance. I came from Philadelphia, 100 miles away. Thanks, Gary. Thanks for coming. My pleasure, and I want to say to the distinguished panel here. This is an election year, 
I want to ask you, how much, <laughs> as directed to you, producer, do you find the challenge to produce a movie as edgy as this when it's a political year, knowing that you can get the outbursts of maybe political people who would try to ride on the curtail and use your format and your story, which is deemed to be entertainment, but being that you have the the A-list stars like a Will Arnett yeah. and a Jason Bateman. That's right. <laughs> That's right, you Jason Bateman. Endorsement officially A-list. Well done. Looks like I'm doing all right. <laughs> Looks like you made it. All right, guys, all. I'm out. <laughs> Honestly, I, I really was just concerned that was that taken into consideration? And let me thank you for this opportunity. To ask well, you thank you. No, thanks for coming. I mean, I can honestly say that uh, we'll probably be voting for the most well-groomed candidate. <laughs> That's our, our number one criteria. That is my number one criteria: is that who is going to be the most well-groomed? Who you know might have a tube of fresh balls in their cabinet? You know, that's that's going to mean a lot to me. How about you, Will? Yeah, I, uh, I definitely, I definitely want to. I, I want a guy in the in the White House who looks like he takes better care of himself than I do, right? That's right. I, I want him to be smarter than yep. me. Yes. And I don't want to have a beer with him. I, I don't want, need to. I don't. He doesn't need to be a guy I have to have a beer with. Absolutely not. Um, I want him. I want him to never have time to have a beer with me. That's yeah, what I want. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. And uh, but definitely well groomed. And and I don't like the, um, you know, the salt and pepper look. So I mean. I think I, I think yeah, you know. cover that cover that shit up. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Just for men. Yeah. Look into it. And maybe maybe Romney could like pull those teeth and put some smaller teeth in. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Obama's fine. Thank God Trump's out. Yeah. Yeah, he. He would have been great in this movie. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved to have seen him, seen him dodge your questions in this movie. In a windstorm, in a wind turbine. It, it's just the question is just. What, what's happening? <laughs> just one question, isn't it? Explain it. Explain it. What the fuck just, is happening? Just hold up a mirror. Hold up a mirror and say, what is this? What is it? <laughs> yeah. Next question. Next question, please. Next, golf Next question. So we have two more questions. Uh, hey, how you guys doing? Big fan. Um, I was just wondering, um, is there a type of story or documentary or plot or genre that you haven't focused on yet, but that you want to do at some point in the future? But not just documentary, but maybe feature narrative as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd love to make a feature narrative film. You know, we're uh, hoping to do one this summer. Um, I would love to do uh, an animated documentary film like uh, Waltz with Bashir. I think, that's a, I think that film did such a great job of kind of shattering what this, this you know, genre of filmmaking you know, can be. I think it's a beautiful way to tell a story through that Waltz with Bashir just like killed it. I mean, that movie just crushed it. And I think that, uh, so I would love to do something like that as well. But uh, no, to do a narrative film would be a dream come true. Great. Next question. Hi, uh, my name is Elaine, and first of all, I just want to say thank you to you guys for being here, because this has been great. This has really been a, a lot of fun. And um, my question is, um, was there anyone in the film that you were influenced by, maybe to try a new product or some new grooming thing that, you know, maybe you wouldn't have considered before, fresh balls aside? <laughs> is there really more than fresh balls? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. Um, was there anything that inspired me to try something else? I mean, I'm like, I'm like 20 minutes out of bed, out the door. Like, there's no, but nothing that like made me want to like do new things. You know, there's guys who get pedazzled, you know? 
which, yes, it is what you think it is. Um, that, di that did not make it into the final cut of the movie, by the way. No, no. Um, so, no, I mean, I can't think of... Uh... No, I think that it, for me, it just reaffirmed that I, that I want to stick to the basics. <laughs> you know? You look good. You look good. Thank you. Just, just it's all about, you know, it's like, it's like in anything you do, whether it's, whether it's sports or just, it's all fundamentals. Just stick to the fundamentals and you'll be fine. Practice makes perfect. One, yeah, once, right. don't, don't ever go aftermarket uh, on your, on <laughs> after your car. Market? You know what I mean? Don't get it cherried out. Just let it once, it, once it rolls out of the factory, it is what it is. Okay, don't put extra rims on okay, it. They're called spoilers for a reason. Spoilers, they spoil yeah. it, exactly. Yeah. Mr. Bateman, any, uh, anything in the movie inspire you to become even more mansome? Uh, no, I, I mean, yeah, if, if you'd done a documentary about guys like us, it'd be really short, really boring, not very funny. I mean, I, I think uh, the, the entertainment sits with the, the people that take it to an extreme, which, uh, which you've, you've captured here really well. Okay. Next question. That's it? That's it? No more questions. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being here. I killed it. Thank you. Thank, thank you, guys. you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.